Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, let's do all of that today, shall we? Uh, welcome aboard to the Thursday edition. It is Thursday, February 8th at 5.09 in the afternoon, and it's uh, uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Coming up in just a moment, Mr. Todd Ogden, President and CEO of your downtown Lincoln Association. Um, yeah, but uh, before we go any further, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny? It never gets old for me, so I'm going to put both of you on the spot. Yeah. What what do we promote? Is it truth or tribalism? <laughs> Both. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Well, it's yes. Uh, yeah. The reference to uh, Todd in his uh, uh, in his uh, fun that he has with my phrase "truth over tribalism, principles over partisanship" uh, five days a week. Um, well, it is uh, my delight to welcome into the studio for his monthly chat with us, Mr. Todd Ogden, President and CEO of your downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, thanks so much, my friend. Yes, glad to be back here with you and Johnny yeah. C. And it's always fun to be back. Absolutely. We couldn't do this without you, my friend. I have been wanting to correct Dan all week when he's like, and on Thursday we'll have Todd Ogden in here. I'm like, no, it's Todd O. Yeah, Todd O. <laughs> um, well, Todd, uh, before we dive into some of the things I want to chat with you about, I someone told me that you uh, had a major victory in a basketball tournament the other day. Yes, yes, we we are old men now, but yeah, we've, we've <laughs> the old men uh, crew. Yes, we have the uh, Wednesday night rec league championship belt uh, for basketball, and uh, yeah, half my body works now. So <laughs> I don't know. Basketball is not an old man sport. Well, yeah, but obviously, if you, but you won, you won something, right? Yeah. You won the division or the championship. Yeah, we won the championship. Or, We're yeah. champs. So uh, there has to be some youngins <laughs> in there with you that you beat the snot out of. Exactly. We yeah. we did beat these uh, uh, this group that's fifteen years younger than us. Nice. Uh, How about yeah. that? Yeah, so we'll take it. Good, good for you. Well, it's good for wisdom. you that you're still, you're still after it. I'm trying. I don't golf. I'm a downtown guy, so we're not allowed to golf. So uh, yeah, you got to do, got to do the fun sports like basketball. So where do you play? Since we don't have uh, Y anymore, where do you play? Uh, all over the place. So I do play uh, downtown at uh, St. Paul has uh, oh, some right. weekend basketball, that's but right. then I do play Y League and Rec League as well. Okay. And of course, rail yard rims when it's downtown in yes. the summer. Yes, yeah. We were three on three champs too. I remember that. Yeah, you're no slouch. So people are lining up to get you on the team. Yeah, no, my friend uh, Eric, who's on yeah. our team, always yeah. jokes that um, when people see me play, they think it's the first time I ever played, and I just got really lucky. So that just <laughs> explains kind of how our game is. Oh my goodness. Well, well, uh, welcome aboard, uh, Todd, and and I know you've been busy you're one of the hardest working people that i know uh, in this city and always got something going on and um, so there's some updates on the lincoln convention center assemble lincoln so let's get caught up on all that yes this is always good timing because assemble lincoln had their bi-weekly meeting earlier today and uh, a couple things did get voted on first uh, they passed the uh, proposal for releasing the new request for proposals for a uh, design architect. Uh, So uh, that would be for schematic design for the project. So not the final design or anything like that, 
but schematic design for the proposer so you can get kind of a feel of what the convention center uh, could look like for test fitting purposes and things like that. So uh, Legends, who's the consultant for Assemble Lincoln, is really pleased with kind of the amount of uh, feedback they've been getting from um, architects locally and nationally. And uh, I think that'll be really helpful and a really important step moving forward. So that was released today. And that uh, document can be found on assemblelincoln.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's exciting. And I know there's a lot of people been working in this city for a long time on this project, and we continue to move it forward. And uh, such a demand uh, to continue to grow this city and bring, uh, you know, bring our visitors here for more than just weekend events and and uh, so, yeah, that's exciting. But yeah. there's some open houses. Yes. Yeah. So also the other second thing is it announced uh, officially announced today that we are going to be holding a public open house on February 19th at Park Middle School. Mm-hmm. So everybody listening um, should attend to at Park uh, from 5 to 7.30. And we're going to have about seven different stations with members of Assemble. Legends will be there. Um, some senators will be able to be there to talk about turnback tax. Jeff Mall and myself, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of the show, Jeff Mall, mm-hmm. uh, we will have our own station, so that's going to be really scary. But we're going to talk about <laughs> the initial studies that we conducted um, in partnering sure. with Legend CSL. And, it, yeah, it'll be a good time for the public to get caught up. I think that'll help uh, inform Legends and the Assemble team on what the community's looking for when um, you're figuring out how to respond to these RFPs and what the needs of the community really are. So what do you expect? Because I've done, in my PR day job, I've done uh, similar activities for projects around the state. And and oftentimes uh, there will be some built-in concerns from some populations i don't expect that you're facing any of that so what it's it's more of i i would think uh, curiosity uh, from people of because this is widely supported i mean i don't know that there's anyone who disagrees that we're losing out on uh, business uh, here here in the capital city yeah. with uh, with uh, uh, conventions i think a lot of it's if you're going to build something like this here's what you should prioritize you know you only have so much square feet so if you have this square feet what are you looking at and um, we you know we've we talked to a lot of people and shout out to rotary our downtown yes. rotary club has been super helpful with gathering information on that as well and then also obviously a lot of people are going to have have insight on where it should be located yeah that's probably the most yeah con- uh, uh interest is where absolutely and my answer is always the same as long as it's downtown i am good to go so uh i'll let everybody else figure that out but i know downtown can support uh, a convention center no matter what area of downtown it is and there was an rfli conducted which was a request for land interest so we did have four uh, proposals come back there so we know people are interested and there is downtown land that's available Mm -hmm. so yeah for me uh, you know, we're just excited downtown to be able to have the opportunity to potentially have this thing built and it brings that much book of business and that much consistency of people coming into the area, supporting our small businesses and supporting our hotels. And we'll, I'll take that any day. Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting new hotels. We're getting two new hotels. Yes, right? we are. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we don't want to turn down more hotels. It's tough because instead of saying, okay, you know, it's, it is tough in the hotel industry. So when new development comes in, do you say, no, stop coming in here or do you try to do something to support and bring more demand to support everybody and that's exactly what the convention center would do because I, I, I think uh, I get this question a lot uh, from people who maybe don't pay as much attention as you and I do obviously you do more than I even but uh, 
the question, what? what? Why do we need another hotel uh, in downtown Lincoln? Uh, but obviously these folks aren't just spending this money because it's sitting around. They know what to do with it. They've done the research. They've done the studies. They understand the opportunity in this city. Exactly. Yeah, you, you always like to see when developers come in. And again, everybody has their take on what should or shouldn't come in here. But at the end of the day, if something's successful um, and brings people to downtown, that's what we want. And yeah, it, 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 and sometimes, again, if, if it thins out the market, that challenges us. Let's, let's broaden the market then. Let's get more Absolutely. people downtown. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yes, because uh, the, the Lincoln Journal Star former bill, uh, former print center is kaput, gone right across the street from Goodbye. me from my parking yeah. lot, parking garage, and so that's uh, that's gone, and uh, and new hotel uh, uh, slated for that space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's an exciting time in the city, and Todd, I'm just uh, uh, so thankful for your leadership, and uh, yeah, we'll keep. Uh, We'll keep tabs on things. Well, folks, we're going to take a little break. We'll come back and continue our conversation uh, with Mr. Todd Ogden. Uh, Come on back. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Thursday edition. Thanks for tuning us in. We appreciate it. I know you've got lots of things going on on a Thursday afternoon. And so uh, welcome back. It, it is the Lincoln Business Roundtable. As you know, every Thursday we bring uh, the thought leaders, the people in this community that make a difference in our business community. And, uh, and once a month we are honored. Can I say that? Todd, honored. I am honored <laughs> that Mr. Todd That's Ogden, a first for me. Yes, uh, president and CEO of Downtown Lincoln Association uh, joins us. And it is my delight to introduce our special guest today, uh, Cinnamon Doken, uh, who is the owner and the operator of Ideal uh, Bookstore. Uh, in downtown Lincoln. Novel idea. Yes. Man, how did I do that? Novel idea mm-hmm. bookstore uh, in downtown Lincoln. Cinnamon, it's such a delight to see you. Thanks, Dan. It's yeah. great to be here. I yeah. appreciate your asking. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so tell us a little bit about the history, because I know uh, <laughs> you, you started Novel Idea Bookstore back when you were in college. I did, yes. And, uh, uh, so I was a senior in college, and uh, at the time, you know, I was writing for the Daily Nebraskan. Nice. And I had a friend, and he and I thought, you know, it'd be great to open up a used bookstore down the road, six, seven years down the road. And then we found some space for rent in a consignment store. We had books in there for a little bit. And then we found a space for $50 a month. On 16th Street in a basement in the shadow of the federal building where there was no walk-by traffic and nothing really on the block other than a Taco John's. So it was friends and family as customers. Yeah, pretty much. It was anybody who was intrepid enough to come down the stairs, you know, past our spray-painted cardboard cutout sign that said books for sale. Nice. Yeah, so there for a year and then moved um, over to our current location. And then um, I bought my partner out. And then in 2001, the small business owners and I got together and formed a limited liability company to buy the building from our landlord. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a landmark uh, in downtown Lincoln. And, uh Yeah. And some big news. Uh, I don't know how old it is, but you're now taking over and running the parish art studio, <laughs> right? Yes. Well, I'm, uh, I'm the property manager for the building, so the art studios sort of run themselves. Yes. But, you know, I'm yeah. there as a resource person <laughs> for them, and I'm trying to do some things that uh, encourage more traffic and get them a little more business, and I'm very excited about it. Well, I... 
you know me. I love uh, I love the arts. Uh, I love music. I love books, and uh, so this just hits me everywhere, Todd. Yeah, uh, and uh, and of course I love downtown. Look, I even wore my swag today. Todd. Very nice. I love it. Yeah, he's wearing an I Heart Downtown Lincoln shirt. Yep. Um, okay, so one of the things that I know, Todd, you wanted to talk about is just this development of continued encouragement and development of the arts in downtown Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, to me, it, the, really the impetus of that from our focus from a planning standpoint in our master plan was this idea of a music district. And we've talked about that before, but it really existed because of not necessarily revitalization, but cultivation of what exists there. And to me, Paris Studios and the Paris Project building is kind of a microcosm of especially the core of downtown and what it's all about. And we want to cultivate that. I mean, we feel downtown, the downtown blocks district is a destination in itself. Absolutely. And we want to highlight our music and our arts and our retail. And again, Paris has every all of that. And there's not a lot of buildings like that. I, I mean, if we mm -hmm. had a parish in every district, I would be thrilled. It is an absolute amazing building that reflects everything that downtown should be about. Uh, it, it's just amazing. So we have to figure out a way to cultivate it and certainly not ruin it either. Because you don't want to gentrify the area, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah. But you do want to also make sure as many people are aware that this really cool place exists with these really cool businesses and you don't just have to go to a novel idea and go home. Go to Zubar and go home. Yeah, you can mm -hmm. park once, walk once, bike once, and explore the district. Cinnamon, describe that block and those buildings for our listeners who maybe aren't picturing where it is. Okay, so it's the um, kind of sage green building that's on the corner of Fourteenth and O, stretching on O Street from Bodegas Alley, encompassing Duffy's, has. Uh, George's Gourmet Grill, Elevated Plains, all the way up to Gomez Art Supply on 14th Street. So that building just on the ground floor has four retailers, two restaurants, two music venue bars. So it's pretty diverse on the ground floor. And then upstairs has 41 different studios. Some are occupied in combinations. So some are quite bigger, like Tugboat Gallery takes four studios. Yep. And they're a major presence up there. They do a great show every Friday, first Friday, yep. and um, but you know there are a myriad of others, of other artists and musicians that occupy that space. It's such an eclectic experience. They are so dang talented. Yes. You know, I mean, we have people who weld, people who do yes. stained glass, yes. printmaking. Um, we have a new musician tenant who's playing tonight for Lincoln Exposed at the Zoo Bar at nine. So I'm going to stay up later <laughs> and go down. <laughs> nine o'clock is late for me now, you yeah, guys. I hear you. I hear you. We're all. I'm right um, there with you. Yeah, but I mean the. Um, I think there's so much potential in that space because there's so much talent. So we've been working together on a lot of projects, you know, on the interiors, the building to make it a little more interesting and developing it from just a first Friday destination into yes. a destination that um, kind of goes through the week um, and that integrates with the down floor experience, the ground floor a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm very excited that Jamie Shamrock is the new owner of Bodegas Alley. She's in there oh. renovating it right now. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I teaches, did not know this. Yeah, okay. she teaches at UNL and just bought the bar. And I so, did not know this. Yeah, cool. she's redoing the floors and painting and she's very excited about getting involved. You know, we have a, a henna artist upstairs and so that person will probably do henna at the bar in a booth. Nice. You know, she's talking 
about doing a boozy band book club with us at a novel idea bookstore and uh, she's talked about doing some clay things it'll be fun you know just through the years and we've got a few minutes here before i have to take a break but just through the years it it, it almost seems like um because I think we're similar in in generations, and uh, <laughs> it, it just seemed like it was the bohemian hippie kind of outcasts, and I don't say that in the no, degenerate I, way. Thank you. I think that was. I think of that as a compliment. Yeah. And you know, really, I mean, this all came together because small businesses got together to form a company, and really, uh, we all owe a huge debt to Jim Stevens, who was the driving force in getting Parish Studios off the ground. Yes. Because when we bought the building, the second floor was uninhabitable. <laughs> you know, the daylight from the roof was the only light. P- pigeons. You know. There were a lot of pigeons. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and so he really got that going. Yeah. And, you know, our goal has been to keep rents affordable for artists and to give them the space and encouragement to follow their passions and develop their skills. Uh, Craig Roper is a good friend, and we oh, were yeah. hanging out up there uh, recently, and it, it, after a Zubarsh. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, that's I, I love that vision of let's make this uh, more accessible mm-hmm. and get more people from the community involved in this gym that we have yeah, uh, in for downtown sure. Lincoln. And Todd, I know that's your vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, let me tell you uh, what's coming up. Uh, uh, on tomorrow's show before we take a little break here. Uh, it is the Friday Afternoon Club and uh, with Chef Kevin Shin. And tomorrow's our fourth episode of Dating Over 50. Uh, and if you haven't tuned in yet, first of all, you don't have to be over 50 and you don't have to be single because I can guarantee you you're going to be entertained and, uh, and educated and informed. Uh, and so joining us, uh, as we have in the past, our psychologist, Dr. Trey Thompson, and a dating coach who joined us last uh, session for that, uh, Paige Dempsey. Uh, so that's tomorrow's show. Don't miss that. I guarantee it'll be... Uh, uh, entertaining and informative uh, on the dating over 50 for the Friday Afternoon Club. And, of course, we'll be enjoying a, an adult beverage for those here in the studio. And So come and join us tomorrow for the Friday Afternoon Club and dating over 50. And we're going to take this little break uh, for some news. And uh, and come on back uh, with Todd Ogden and Cinnamon Token. And we're going to continue this conversation about downtown Lincoln and the wonderful amenities for everybody. All right, folks, come on back after this. We'll see you then. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're having we're having fun in the studio. It's so great to have guests in the studio. Uh, but welcome back uh, to the Lincoln Business Roundtable. As you know, every Thursday we invite the thought leaders, the difference makers in the Lincoln business community to come and chat with all you and tell you what's going on in the business world uh, here in the city. And uh, so anyway, thanks for uh, sticking with us and appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'll remind you that if you uh, are not following us on X and Facebook, we'd love to have you do that. Uh, you can always preview uh, this uh, the, the current day's guests ahead of time and uh, and carry on the conversation. If you've got questions for our guests and, uh, and comments, we'd love to uh, keep the conversation going after hours. And I'll remind you, miss anything, you can find us anytime you like on whatever uh, podcast platform that you like. The Spotify, the uh, the Apple, any of those. We're on all those. And you can always find us on KLN.com. Just go to the Dan Parsons page and scroll down and 
find the episode you're looking for. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. We almost made it to the end of the week, uh, and we will tomorrow. We'll help kick off your Friday, as we always do, with the Friday Afternoon Club uh, with Chef Kevin Shin. And tomorrow's the return of Dating Over 50 uh, with psychologist Dr. Trey Thompson and dating coach uh, Paige Dempsey. Because uh, to my guests, I am smart enough to know that if I'm going to be talking about dating, I better, uh, after two episodes, I decided, well, we probably ought to have a female perspective on uh, yeah. this. So anyway, <laughs> we've got that. So anyway, tune into that. It's always fun. Uh, we'll have an adult beverage and talk about uh, all the uh, pitfalls uh, with dating because... Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up next week, so I suspect that may be a topic. But anyway, let me reintroduce our guest, Mr. Todd Ogden from Downtown Lincoln Association. Boom. Love being here with all the Dan stands. (laughs) (laughs) And our very special guest, uh, Cinnamon Dockin, and the owner of Novel Idea Bookstore. Not only did I screw up uh, Cinnamon's name, but I screwed up the name of her business. So, uh, and and we've known each other for a A a, a quick minute. Yes, but but to go off of what Todd said. We, we are at least having a damn good time. That's, that's exactly right, Johnny. Thank you. Hope we don't get in trouble for management on that. But anyway, here we are. Um, but anyway, I wanted to, Cinnamon, give you a chance to just talk a little bit more about Novel Idea because what a gem it is in downtown Lincoln. Oh, thank you. You know, um, what I really love about the bookstore is that it's a place that people can come and enjoy through the entire arc of their lives. You know, we have little kids, we have students, we have young professionals, we have retirees, you know, and we've had people that came to us when they were little babies, you know, carried in by their parents. And then we would walk those babies, hold those babies, you know, and now those babies bring their babies and that just... That's pretty cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, and just, uh, you know, in this digital age for you to survive. Well, thank you. And thrive. You're not just surviving, you're thriving, girl. Thank you. Thanks. We've made a lot of good changes to the store. We have a lot of new sidelines that are book-themed gifts that are very popular. You know, the core of the business is always the books. Always, always the books. And two floors of books is is bound to attract readers and just people that want to explore kind of the local Harry Potter-ish world. Yes. Yeah, but we've had a really good time of it. So we have some um, great people on our block, too. Yes, I've, please. Yeah, yes. My neighbors are wonderful. So I'm right in between Peggy Gomez yep. of Gomez Art Supply and Mattel of Siru, um, which is yes. a wonderful boutique. And so the three of us have teamed up on an event that we started three years ago, and we call it Parish Love. <laughs> locally owned valentine's event there you go and so what we do it's this saturday from 12 to 6 downtown and uh, you can go into all the shops they have um, all kinds of little gifts for you with your purchase we're giving away a sticker that has one of our cats cricket our newest kitten on it that's right she's the new addition oh she is and she's definitely one of our most popular staffers Um, (laughs) the humans know that we are second fiddle at best Um, and then Mattel has these cute little um, heart-shaped tea lights and little matches and Peggy was working on something artsy over there with hearts and so it's kind of this homegrown event we give five percent of sales to friendship home and uh, you know I think that that really that kind of spirit of things is what Parish is about. You know, it's really this kind of grassroots collaborative effort. And I can see Parish Love being something that we expand throughout the building next year. Nice. We have a great amount of energy upstairs and people are really excited about doing things. 
so one of the things that I was telling you about at break yeah. um, was uh, some of the other artists and I are talking about um, this mustache machine that we have in the bookstore. So you put two quarters in it. You turn the dial and you get a little bubble that has a self-adhesive mustache. And we have a little chart that has, you know, 10 different authors with the matching mustache. Um, and then we end up with all of these little plastic acorns afterwards. And so I think what we're going to do upstairs when we do our counter and our little information area is we're going to get one of those machines. And then the artists, I'm just going to drop off like 10 of these, dozen of these little bubbles at all the studios. And they can do their little doodles and drawings and have an itty-bitty art machine. That's a great idea. <laughs> Look at you. Wouldn't that be fun? That's so great. Well, boy, if you're looking for that special gift uh, for Valentine's Day for that special person, boy, that sounds like... So Sunday, you said? Saturday. Saturday, beg yep. your pardon. Yeah, Sunday, 12 people, to 6. But Sunday, people are going to be doing other things, watching yeah. uh, football. Saturday, tw 12 to 6. 12 to 6. Yep. Very At, good. Uh, the Parish Building downtown. Nice. Siru, a novel idea bookstore, and Gomez Art Supply, three women-owned businesses collaborating to support Friendship Home and get cool. you set up for Valentine's Day. Very cool. Well, Todd, uh, and again, uh, just kudos to your leadership and Downtown Lincoln Association for supporting these longtime pioneers in, in Downtown Lincoln and not only supporting them but again coming up with more creative ideas to enhance uh, our downtown and so uh, let before we get back into the uh, music district which I I'm just giddy about I want to spend some time talking about that uh, let's talk about Lincoln Exposed which is oh, going on for sure right now right now yeah so it's uh our local music uh, festival that we have that's been going on for a long time and uh, DLA and Downtown Lincoln have been avid supporters of it because it just represents, again, everything that we love about downtown. A lot of people like to think uh, O Street and areas around that, you know, it has a reputation of uh, drunk college students, but um, as we all know who have been there, it's so, so much more. And one thing that has always highlighted that is local music. Yes. And the more we push local music and the arts, uh, the better off that area is going to be, the better off our community is going to be. And Lincoln Exposed is a culmination of all of our local Lincoln musicians coming to um, a couple venues here around Several. that downtown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, Lincoln Exposed was started by Pete Waters. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of taken on its own. It's it's flown now. Yes. And, uh, but, you know, we really deserve to give him a round of applause oh, for we getting do. that going yeah. you know, and so many other things ZooFest but yeah you can hear local music at all the venues in our neighborhood 1867 the Bourbon um, Duffy's Zoo there's all kinds of things going on, and you know, and I'm I'm going to make a rare appearance in the audience <laughs> tonight. <laughs> who you know, who are you going to go hear? I'm going to go hear Will Stacy. Okay, you know he's got a band that's playing, and uh, you know one of the things that I really hope to do as I get more into this property management role is to figure out what all of these individual artists and musicians are doing and then really celebrate that, push that out through social media and get people to just know about the fabulous things that people do. Yeah. I, it, that's a great point, Sentiment, because I, I say this all the time. Uh, we are uh, certainly becoming more and more known uh, to being an art city and a, and a music city. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's you can hear live music in this city every stinking day of the week yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And most of it is downtown. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Well, and I, I want to say to you that, you know, I've been really pleased with the process. Um, the city planners yes. and DLA have done a great job of coming to the businesses, listening to what's important to us, you know, working with musicians and artists and making a point to use this downtown district as a celebration of what happens locally, you know, really growing that local talent and encouraging that local creativity. Yeah, because uh, as we talk often on this show, especially with Todd and, and others uh, on the Business Roundtable, uh, we are continuing to build the reputation, not just for people that live in this city, but people who don't live in this city, to come and enjoy mm-hmm. uh, our music, our arts, uh, our food, uh, all of those things. Right, right. Well, we just had an event on Sunday. We had the first annual parish building party, where we had everybody in our building invited, all the vendors that we deal with, the cleaners, oh, nice. everything, you know, come. That's smart. Yeah, Kent Wolgamott came. Nice. And, uh, oh, gosh, it was a packed house. And uh, we had food from the, the restaurants. Alibaba and George's uh, city planners were there to show us designs. People were able to give feedback. We sat in a booth with Todd and Amanda Waters talking about how do we solve this puzzle of unloading vans? You know, where, what is, how does that work? <laughs> what, Super easy. What is you know, that yeah. answer? Well, yeah. well, and that's the thing. I mean, these are not simple problems, but, you know, it does take a lot of creative minds to find innovative solutions to them, and I'm excited about doing that. And we've gotten the willingness of the city to sit down with us and work it out. Yeah, yeah. I do want to give a quick shout out as we talked about Lincoln Exposed and Paris and right now, so you can keep listening to this show, but when you're done with this show... <laughs> you're dr- it, well, you can drive. Yeah, you can drive too. Yeah. But you, you're going to want to get downtown and you'll hear live at 1867 Bar. Tupelo Springfield will be playing at the Bourbon Theater. You're going to have Sputnik Kaputnik at Duffy's yes at Duffy's Tavern we got the All-Star City Blues Band and Zoo Bar will have Comfy playing so all of those will be live if you get there right after this show man i tell you what i've got i've got a meeting after this and then a meeting after that but I, I may be done about nine o'clock, so I could uh, stop in. But anyway, I'll buy a drink, Dan. That's a deal, cinnamon. <laughs> uh, okay, folks, uh, let's take this little break and come back and finish up. Come on back. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety-nine-three KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition. It's the uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable. And we are delighted that you stuck around, and uh, we're having a great time. We're, uh, uh, we're just having fun, and so I appreciate it very much. Let me tell you and remind you what's coming up on tomorrow. Uh, it's Friday. Uh, we'll uh, start your weekend right with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin uh, and the return of Dating Over 50 with psychologist Dr. Trey Thompson and dating coach uh, Paige Dempsey is going to join us again. So tune in for that for the Friday Afternoon Club. We, uh, I guarantee you, you'll learn something and and be entertained uh, without a doubt. Well, it is my delight to uh, welcome back uh, Cinnamon Dockin from Novel Idea Bookstore and Mr. Todd Ogden, uh, the president and CEO of your downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, I want to spend the rest of the time we have here this afternoon, the three of us, chatting about uh, the music district and the vision that you have and the city is uh, is supporting of and Cinnamon is, I'm finding out, has some incredible ideas <laughs> uh, of what we're going to do to continue to put this city on the map uh, for music. 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we'll have to have a whole other show to yes. talk yeah. about more yes. and more about it. But I'll try to update on some highlights because a couple months ago I came on the show and uh, talk. We talked about it a little bit, but really, again, it started. Uh, this concept started from our 2018 downtown master plan, and that plan had a bunch of stuff in there. But it kind of ended with, uh, you know, there's a lot of stake in here, but really the sizzle is what's something you can highlight that exists. And they saw how cool our local music scene was and the art scene around there you know Mm -hmm. we don't want to forget all that it's music art and culture but really again what we were seeing with having live music and and how active it was it 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 felt underappreciated to the masses and 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 again some venues may be like no no no, it's appreciated we don't need any more people and some are like no we'll take as many as we can get Mm -hmm. but the bottom line is for us downtown has grown so much in different ways but it's physically grown where you know the telegraph districts out there we've got this whole new west hay market uh, over the last decade that popped up south hay market and yep. and with that part coming along and each kind of district is developing its own identity and that kind of leaves this middle which is kind of the the original downtown the origins yeah. yes yeah. it's the it's back downtown. to the origin story it's, right? it's yeah. the core you know it's what yeah. we call our downtown blocks like the, our downtown blocks are where the students 14th street is by far the street where most students come from from the university so it's their first kind yes, of look into true. downtown yeah. and mm-hmm. how they experience it. Uh, it it's home to most of where our local retail is it's uh, again every district's cool and they have their unique identity and we want to find out what part of the downtown blocks can we highlight to feel like a destination and it is that music arts and culture and this district's going to look for ways to make it easier for people to find that out we're not you know when you do other developments like build it and they will come this is they're here let's build around it that's what i like about the city's approach to this project is that you know it isn't a build it and they will come it is a you're here, what can we do to support you? What can we do to encourage the creativity? Uh, what kinds of projects have you been longing to do but haven't had the funds to see through? Well, and, and to their credit, uh, Mayor Lyrian and her administration, which I know you're familiar with, <laughs> I am. Uh, and uh, have been very supportive and uh, encouraging. They have, and, yeah. Uh, and so... Yeah, they have. well, describe describe kind of the boundaries of what the the music district would encompass. I don't, I, the, or, or do we want to put that? No, that's fine. I, like, I I don't like to say there's a boundary, but you really want mm-hmm. to focus on where most of the concentrated massive uh, entertainment's coming from and and going out. So really, you kind of start at that 14th and O area and expand from mm-hmm. there. And yeah. you, again, you hope more and more grows, and it all feels um, like kind of the center of the destination district that is the core of downtown of the downtown downtown blocks so that's where it kind of starts in 14th street certainly and then you know on 13th street too uh you have uh the rococo theater then you have tower square and and then when you get into 12th street that's kind of more of the art stuff too so it it truly is music arts and culture and each street kind of has its own identity but as far as music goes yes certainly 14th is where that concentrated mass as you hear like lincoln exposed you have bourbon theater all of them around that 14th street area well, and I love that um, Music District has been the working title, but I love it that Beamer Street is getting traction. You okay, know. so so the first time, maybe, some breaking news here okay. on the Dan Parsons Show, Cinnamon. <laughs> did uh, I break news? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to say you oh. did. Um, <laughs> until, until, and I'll take the blame, because when you told me that over the break, it's like, I'm giddy about that. So, 
Beamer Street in right. honor of Larry, Larry Beamer. Beamer. Yeah, founder of the Zoo Bar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Larry was also a painter. Yeah. And so I think it's especially fitting. You know, it encompasses all that kinds of art culture. You know, Beamer Street um, also just highlighting that we're celebrating local you know, yes. and that we're growing local talent. Yeah. And the Zoo Bar has national acclaim. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, there's so there's so much else on the block that can share that spotlight as well on oh, a national absolutely. stage. absolutely. Well, you and know? again, because I'm in the business of marketing and, and public relations, just, uh, just being able to uh, lean into the heritage of the city right. and, uh, and, again, have a label that really is meaningful and identifies the the origins of what we're talking about i think it's a good springboard you yeah. know i like this project because it doesn't just keep us rooted in a past iteration of what the neighborhood was like but it allows us to go forward into this creative version of the future and uh and have these new generations come in. I mean, the time that I've spent up in Paris Studios lately has been really exciting because we have a whole bunch of 20-somethings. That's so cool. With a variety of talents. I mean, welders and sculptors and, you know, painters, stained glass, printmakers, musicians. I mean, it's just vast up there. So maybe for both of you, the vision of Beamer Street uh, in the mm -hmm. music uh, capital of the Midwest because uh, other cities have done similar things. Sure. And so maybe, yeah, maybe talk about that. Yeah, and like again for me, like it, it, every city has has different districts and everything like that. But we're the only city that has the very specific businesses that we do have with right. our music venues and retail. And it's not just about the music district planning concept. Isn't just about the physical, and that's what's important. We mm -hmm. want to figure out ways to incubate our artists and musicians. And again, to the mayor's credit. Um, supporting that by letting us utilize the Eagle Garage space on 14th Street. Oh, that's um, be so and cool. we're turning that into a local um, uh, music uh, practice venue where people can oh, rent that out. And yes. We'll work with Lincoln High, the university, any musicians and bands to be able to have a really cool space that has a low barrier of entry to be able to utilize. And that's the type of stuff we want to do in this district. How do we incubate um, musicians and university students to want to stay here and like we're here to support you not just you know put shiny new things here well and that's just it i mean look at the opportunity we have and and i know the university uh you know is on this kick of being able to continue to secure uh, more students uh and and support uh, students staying in Nebraska and obviously the business community we hear it time and time again of how we are going to keep those students here after they graduate and then attract other young professionals to this city and mm -hmm. this is exactly 100 percent an idea that accomplishes that well we have UNL's emerging media arts yes, program just down the you know, street, just mm -hmm. down the street and you know and, and we're working with them to project onto that oh, canvas yeah. of the garage and they're interested in helping our parish studio artists get their art into that format so that's going to be a really dynamic new thing wow, wow. 
So timeline uh, for all of this. I mean, what what are the next steps? Yeah, next steps. Uh, first step is that music venue. We mm-hmm. have our grant that uh, we uh, Downtown Lincoln Association was awarded uh, th- through uh, the State Department of Economic Development, and uh, that's kind of the first project that we want to complete this year. And then the following year, uh, over the next year or two years, the construction will start on some of the uh, kind of physical portions of O Street. And There'll be exciting Street. things happening yeah. this spring, though. <laughs> we'll tell you more later. Yeah. Okay. Well, you come back. Yeah. Please come back. Todd Ogden, Cinnamon Dockin, thank you so much, friends. I appreciate it very much. Folks, that's the show. Enjoy your evening. Come on back tomorrow. Go do good things. We'll see you then.